Hey folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a DogCast Studio podcast. Catch the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday, DogCast every Friday, and ScareCast every Monday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, and we are now on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook and Twitter. Stay heel, baby. Welcome, folks, to an episode of the Turnbuckle Report. But that's right. That's your people's host with you tonight. Go ahead and bring you those smooth jams all the way from Colorado. I can't do that without the guy, Chad. How are you? How's it going, my friend? On this beautiful, beautiful February cold night here out in the out in the Wisconsin night fucking cold here my friend yeah yeah what is it like negative 50 right now it's super cold man so you know we were teasing about having dicks like goldberg uh out here in wisconsin you'd be, like you'd be lucky to have a dick like a smurf <laughs> nice and blue very blue <laughs> very blue very, very, very small mm, dicks like goldberg yeah dicks like goldberg yeah does that mean if you had a dick like goldberg it would just eventually deflate and finally put somebody over <laughs> <laughs> I feel like his dick like why did puts people out of wrestling. <laughs> what? Why did he have to deflate as a human being? Like he looked, he looked really deflated at the Royal Rumble. He sure did. And uh, he finally did a job. We couldn't have been more wrong. He finally did a job. Goldberg, uh, he did it. Yeah, and it you know we said in the podcast like a, a couple podcasts before we're like Goldberg never does a job. This is never yeah he did. Yep, yeah, he sure did. Yep, he did. But hey, what did we he get out of these? that? We got Edge as your Royal Rumble winner. He showed up mm-hmm. on every show, including Dynamite. Kidding. He showed up on <laughs> NXT. <laughs> he did not show up on. <laughs> he's been a busy guy though. He's I mean, gonna... he's been on every show. Dude, that'd be so packed. cool if he's like, "Fuck it, fuck it, I'm going after the AEW title." <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> What's a fucking Omega doing? I'll take that title off his hands. I won the fucking Royal Rumble. I could take on anybody. Omega and Moxley are getting a a ratings on uh, on their matches, man. Holy shit. Uh, uh Beach you know, Break. Beach Break AEW. was good, man. It was a. Uh... It was a good free for view. I like to call them FFVs, free yeah. for view. You kind of you kind of came you know up with that, right? I mean, because uh, I just kind of made it up. I was like, I've you know, this isn't it. a pay per view. It's kind of a free for view, so I'll call it an FFV. Yeah. So you came up with that, and then I seriously ran with it. Like I've heard that my whole life, and I'm telling people about it. I'm like, oh no, it's the same thing as a pay per view. It's just free. Like you've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I guess you're not very smart. No big deal. I mean, it dawns on me. Guess I'm, you haven't been outside the house much, huh? Yeah, then it dawns on me. I'm completely full of shit, and I have drank in your Kool-Aid, and I uh, had no clue what I'm talking about. I totally made it up. There was I. There's no such thing. Not at all. Not even a little bit. And plus, you're still paying for cable, so really, is it free? Good point. That's a very, very good point. You. That's never free. There. Everything. Everything you have to pay for everything. Mm, you're right. I feel I mean, sluggish tonight, my friend. We need to get some energy. 
Well, we do. I'm I'm sipping on some um, Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. A uh, little little Michelob Ultra. That's why you're trying, sluggish. Trying to watch the carbs. You know, I'm trying to watch the carbs. I get it. I mean, look. It's the Visco girl from the hidey mighty north. God, that's such a Visco cup. That's so awesome. Got my uh, hydro flask full of water this evening, folks. And Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, this is the best tasting water I've ever had because it's in a hydro flask. And guess what? They don't sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a little bit, but uh, you're plugging them. Uh, That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's for sure. It's like I, I try to cut a small promo for a fucking company that gives us no money. Zero. Have you ever been thirsty, folks? <laughs> Have well, you why ever? Why don't you come on over? <laughs> Have you ever felt the mighty thirst that you get whenever you put in a hard day's work? Well, I'll tell you what, folks. The yeah, only solution to that is the fucking <laughs> flask of hydros. The flask of hydros. Purchase one today. But da 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 so what's you going watched on, man? the Super Bowl this weekend, right? I know you did. You watched the Super Bowl this weekend, right? I did. Yeah, you got to hit the it. highlights. I mean, everybody in America. Well, it's like a national holiday now, dude. I feel who like you ta- who were you taking? We didn't have any conversation about this last week. No, I I kind of fell on the Tom Brady boat. You know, it's funny being a Denver mm-hmm. Bronco fan. Uh, we hate the Patriots. Us Broncos, yeah. out in Broncos country, we do not care for the Patriots. But I was like, listen, Brady isn't wearing a Patriots jersey. No, he's a, he's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer now, so and he's NFC, so I'm good with it. So we'll 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 get on the Brady train. Plus, I cannot stand the Kansas City Chiefs. That is the Broncos rivals. Yeah. You don't root for the Broncos rival ever. So I was all about the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. However, I do feel like the referees completely fucked Kansas City. <laughs> you gotta admit there was a lot of penalties there that you were like, there was a lot of penalties. I don't know but if I didn't that was care. a penalty. I don't know. I'll tell you why I didn't care. So I'm at this party, right? And uh, it was everybody was socially distanced. Don't worry, you know we were all. It was beautiful, and um, <laughs> a lot of smart people. A lot, of, a lot of smart people were at this party, and um, you know we're sitting around, and um, they're you know they're all are all going for the KC Chiefs, right? And I'm oh. looking around, going, you know, I've I've known half these people for quite a while, and I've never heard any of them talk about the Chiefs. So I'm like, oh, you guys are all Chiefs fans now. They're like, oh, yeah, well, go Chiefs, go Chiefs. And it was all because they hate Brady. So I said, screw it. You know, fuck it. I'm uh, I'm rooting for the Bucks tonight. And you know me. You know me, Chad. I can't just I can't just half-ass do something. I, if I'm into it, I got to go all the way in. And that's what I did. So I was uh, I was a huge Bucks fan. I was rooting for him. I was being obnoxious. And then finally, uh, one person that I don't really know that well, but she, she says to me, she says, so how long have you been a Bucks fan? I, you know, look at my watch. I'm like, I don't know, about an hour and a half. And it's, oh my god! So you're not you don't even like the Bucks? Oh, I fucking love the Bucks. I fucking love them right now. And she's like, oh, so why are you a Bucks fan? So of course, when the Bucks win, I became super obnoxious because I was super drunk. Good times. Mm. Mm. I didn't have quite the cool That's story. My Super Bowl story. Uh, I, in fact, I had none. In fact, we didn't go. Did you just anywhere. talk shit to your kids? We didn't go anywhere or do anything. Like we had we had friends come over to the house, but like we were we could get two shits about the Super Bowl. In fact. The friends that came over the house forgot the Super Bowl was even on TV. So it, it just happened to be they came over, and I was like, hey, guys, what do you want to do? And they're like, oh, look, Super Bowl's on. Okay, we'll do that. That's that's how that turned out. Hey, guys, there's this nifty little game. They call it football. Uh, 
they like it here in America. Uh, maybe we could watch the biggest game of the year together. I don't know. Maybe you we know, could. I was going to ask you, too, if you if you had a Super Bowl food like you do uh, pay-per-view food. Chili. So it doesn't... Chili? Chili. For uh, chili. Super Bowl. Every, chili, every cornbread, brownies, the whole works, man. Cornbread? Hey, you going to eat your cornbread? <laughs> yeah. We, we had really? our cornbread. Yeah. Chili is you our are, uh, Super Bowl go-to. Yeah. You are a food designee. Got to I mean, have you, a designation you have food for, everything. for everything. Everything. Yeah, you're very compartmentalized, and I appreciate that. About when you. we when we record episodes of uh, Scarecast, we eat Count Chocula. I mean cereal. I mean, I just made that shit really? up. <laughs> no, you totally just made that up. You, <laughs> yeah, totally, I did. you had me though. You <laughs> Count Chocula. I'm like, really? You you really do that? I never hear the smack hey. in the mic or anything. So, hey, hey babe, get that Count Chocula ready. I'm gonna record Scarecast. <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> get that Count. <laughs> hey, speaking of Count Chocula, I'm pretty excited about the new direction you're going. You you're gonna have some new episodes coming up. I'm gonna let you plug it. Uh, but I'm pretty pumped. Uh, why don't you tell everybody what you're gonna what you're gonna be doing here soon? A kind of a kind of a mix, a mix, if you will. Well, we just released the last episode. It was about time travel, but it was more or less about uh, the Mandela effect. Uh, we're gonna have some future episodes, kind of discussing like Yorona, the Weeping Woman. Uh, I might actually get into aliens now. I've been trying to avoid that whole topic because I feel like everybody talks about aliens and UFOs. Uh, and and. We're going to have a special crossover episode. It's going to be Scare Casco's like Turnbuckle it. Report. And we're going to talk about anything and everything that was scary about wrestling. And if we can find some urban legends, we might even talk about that, too. Yeah. So, so you're going to have the boys on Scarecast. Some, uh, some famous, scary, uh, spooky, if you will, wrestlers. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring wrestling into Scarecast. We're gonna bring the wrestling crew into the scare house. Mm-hmm. I, and then we're just going to talk about scary things in wrestling, you know, like scary characters, the boogeyman, the fiend, uh, the early days of of Paul Bearer and and um, the man yes! himself, the phenom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, we're going to get some Undertaker in there, Kane, uh, Papa Sango, you name it. Shango, Papa Shango. I said Sango because I couldn't get that H. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get that H. Couldn't get that H out. H Town. Hey, listen. Speaking of old school wrestling, man, what do you got on tonight? What what shirt is that? Who 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 you be representing tonight? I got the the old NWO Hollywood Hogan Hollywood rules, man. Yeah, I got that old Hollywood Hogan going on right now. I like that, man. I like that a lot. Actually, I'm all about the NWO. I love yeah. the old school Hollywood Hogan. Love that. Favorite version of Hogan by far, right? Yeah, he's the only the only time he was ever compelling. You know, and I want to talk about I want to talk about Hogan. I'm I'm glad you segued into that because on SmackDown we had an appearance for Hogan, and I'm going to tell you why this pissed me off so much. Because I actually watched SmackDown live, and I haven't done that in a long time. It was actually kind of refreshing, other than all the fucking commercials I had to sit through. Which Fox, by the way, Fox executives, way too many fucking commercials, way too many. Anyway. Hogan, they keep teasing for the first hour. Hogan's going to be here, and he's going to talk about uh, whatever the fuck it was. Roman Reigns or something. He's going to talk edge. about something. Yeah. Reigns and edge. edge. Right, okay. Yeah. He's, so he's teasing this whole time. How disappointed were you when they finally got to the Hogan spot, 
and it was a pre-recorded bullshit in like his basement. Yeah, with Jimmy Hart. Yeah, <laughs> it was That's pretty. So pissed off I thought he was actually going to show up on SmackDown. Me too. And, and I was, was waiting to hear that. the. <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting. When you got your no, it didn't happen. Yes, that's a nice version of it right there, though. I forgot the words. That sounded like you know you know they have those kids those kids albums and they take all the popular songs of that of the era that day. Oh my god, you're talking about kids pop. the kids pop version. You just did the kids pop version of uh, of Hulk Hogan's intro. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, I was so pissed. I was so pissed when they did that, man. Because I'm I was waiting. I'm like, I'm not a huge Hogan mark. I get it. I'm wearing I'm wearing his shirt tonight. And I got the Bullet Club on. Wrestling. I love it though. I love the Bullet Club. It's looking it's looking fly on you. I like this Bullet Club. Shirt, I, uh, but yeah, I mean Hogan. That was that was a complete disappointment. Uh, yeah. Other than that, SmackDown was good though. I thought that overall the show was pretty good. Uh, it doesn't seem like we yeah. you're getting your wish. It looks like Mr. Owens himself is still in the mix there with with uh Yeah, this is gonna play out for a little Roman, while. But I, I don't know. I hesitate does it to have think. legs to go to WrestleMania though. I don't know. Maybe I, I hesitate to think. Are they actually ever going to just let Owens have the belt with all this fucking work that he's putting in? I mean, literally Owens is working his ass off. Like he's gotta get rewarded yeah. with the belt at some point now. Like, how do you have all this and not get the payoff? You know what I mean? Like, how do you just keep coming back and Roman just keeps kicking your ass and you just don't get the belt? Like, WWE better mm-hmm. let him have it or it's just going to be all for fucking nothing. Well, and I don't get how they're... They ended it so nicely on at the Royal Rumble, so I don't know... I don't know, man. I don't know why it's continuing. We really thought we were smart before the Royal Rumble, but the Royal Rumble has humbled us. And... um I don't know where they're going with this. Uh, one thing that did spur, and I know we're we're going to kind of bounce around a little bit tonight because that's what this show is, and that's you know we're not we're not too structured tonight. We're a wrestling podcast, the, not a WWE podcast. That's right. I will go in, go to Raw real quick. Um, we do now see this angle with Lacey Evans and um, Ooh. Ooh. Charlotte Flair continuing. Oh, Lacey. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm. Mm. She sure I know did you look good that. getting her ass beat by Charlotte this week, didn't she? Which makes no sense. Okay. Charlotte Flair is the baby face in all this, right? It's supposed to I be. I mean, obviously. The baby face being and the heel we have, and the heels being the face? Yeah, this this shit is just... Let me ask you a question. Flippy when floppy. you saw this match, when you saw this match, did you for one second feel sorry for Charlotte? No. Exactly. So how is she? How is this getting the push that it needs? She didn't come up there, come out there, and she should have cut a promo about you know her dad breaking her heart and all this stuff, and and how could you do this to me and get the sympathy and start getting you know the babyface sympathy going on? No, they end the they end the match with her at a disqualification, kicking Lacey Evans' ass. Because she's where a is heel. this going? Well, listen, listen. But she's not in this angle. How can she be the heel in this angle when you have Ric Flair turning on his daughter? We said this last How week. Is that? We said yeah. it needs to be yeah. Facey Evans versus heel Flair. Like you but can't it can't have, be. Like, it, that's the only way this angle works. And WWE's like, fuck it. We'll just keep her a face, make her a heel. 
And we'll make Lacey Evans heal, but make her look like a face. It'll fucking totally work. Trust me. Yeah. No, it doesn't. That it's Adam really Pierce. Stood out to me at Raw. It's Adam Pierce. And Raw Raw was pretty good, but that just stood out so glaringly to me that I was like, oh god dang, I just can't. I don't know what they're doing. What's did anything stand out stand out to you in Raw? Anything that really jump out at you? The fact that uh, Kevin Owens beat the living shit out of Shane McMahon to never return mm-hmm. to Raw or any of the any WWE, and he showed up. Anything. Well, yeah. He was allowed to do backstage work, which he which he did do. You know, he had the little Fight Club, yeah. which was totally fine. But then he showed up on Raw, and I was like, wait, didn't Owens kick your ass, and you're not allowed to come back? But here you are. Did we just forget about that angle, or or what are we doing here? I, I was actually is good with Shane McMahon being off TV, to be honest with you. But, you know, and part of me was cool to see him, but I, I you know, it was weird. Just weird. Isn't this the shit that you hear when you watch those documentaries about um, guys that live through the, especially Jericho. Jericho is very vocal about this stuff about living through the final days and final years of WCW nitro specifically and how the booking was so screwed up and they would do stuff like this. There was specific um, scenarios they would give about you'd have a retirement match. And then, you know, three months later, I think flair had what three or four retirement matches and he was back within a couple months. A lot. So they were quick. All these ex-wrestlers that lived through that were quick to jump on that and say, this is bullshit. This is what buried the company. Okay, fast forward 20 years, and now WWE is doing the same exact thing. And I think thought, we're not going to notice. I thought Shane was trying to move more to a backstage role, so he had that huge heel run there for a while. He was. He just couldn't stay away from WrestleMania. And so he had that huge, huge heel run. And I, I don't know if it was Owens. I want to say it was Kevin Owens. I thought it was he and Owens, and Owens kicked his ass, and that was the end of it. I, I can't remember uh, specifics. But I do know that Shane lost, and Shane's not supposed to come back. I'll have to Google it later, rewatch the match, whatever. But, yeah, I, Shane wasn't Google supposed me, to be around. Barbara. But Shane McMahon was supposed to be gone. I thought it was his, like, this is the match to keep me behind the scenes, not necessarily retiring from WWE, but kind of retiring from TV. No, he's not, he didn't wrestle, obviously, but he just came out with a mic. But but you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Why it, else would he it had It had the feel, you know. I mean, yeah. he's out there. He's with Adam Pierce. It had that feel. It's, it's, it's around the corner. So as much as we like the Royal Rumble, you fast forward to um, Wednesday night, February 3rd. We got, we got uh, AEW beach break, right? Yeah. Do you think that their tag team battle royale that was a it was a pretty good showing? Do you think it lived up to the Royal Rumble hype? It was clearly evident that the reason they did that was to to kind of be yeah. like, hey, here's Royal Rumble. We'll we'll, we'll try to do it a little better. 100%. And hey, it's an FFV. And uh, <laughs> honestly, I I actually was very entertained. I, I kind of liked the fact that they yeah. skipped through everybody, like calling them out one by one. They just filled the ring and then had everybody eliminate everybody until it was done. And then, of it course, a, it was a classic uh, over the yeah, it was a classic rumble. And of course, you know, I wasn't so shocked to see who won. You know, it's just typical. You know, Jericho. So here we go, Jericho and uh, MJF tag teaming it up, man. Yeah, yeah. I kind of felt like that was gonna that was gonna be the angle. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, I guess I could kind of see the Jericho and uh, 
and MJF going against the Young Bucks. I, 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 I do I want it? Nah. But am I disappointed? No. You know, I think I'm kind of indifferent about that uh, future potential, if you will. I, I don't know. I'm excited to see where this thing's going to go. You, you really uh, so at Revolution, you're you're excited for that pay per view for specifically that match. Yeah, because uh, what's going to happen with the inner circle afterwards? Maybe a dismantle. Are you ready for that? I think it's had its run. I, I think um, it has some good legs. I think the time's done. Do you think it's just good timing? Like, Just cut it off. Cut We're off the, the inner circle, just be done with it? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because MJF is ready to be a single star, and he's ready to challenge for the AEW title. And this is a good way for Jericho to still stay relevant and give the rub over to MJF. So let's be honest. It's going to be like an inner circle Civil War story angle they're going to start running here pretty soon with like Sammy Guevara and and who, who's it? Hager? Sammy Hager is what they're calling themselves? Yeah. 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 I could see that happening where they're going to run an angle with that because then you have Wardlow in the background and you got Hager. That, that totally makes a lot of sense to me. So I could see a Civil War happening inside the inner circle which will break it apart which may be what mjf was trying to do the entire time was to break it apart it was his long game master plan we called it and, and you we know what called it. that was going to be the direction aew is really good about letting their stories slowly build they're not a um they're not like wwe where they like they try to give you that 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 story crammed into a fucking one night episode of raw like, hey, we'll, we'll we'll start the show with this story and we'll end it with this story and then it's done. Like, you know, they slow build the yeah. shit out of this stuff. And and for good reason. I mean, their pay-per-views are far few in between. So their storylines from pay-per-view to pay-per-view have to be that kind of that slow build to to kind of get to that climax. And so I think for this, this is good. It's a good it's a good way to put some emotion into this, especially if they do go through a civil war style plot, if you will, at some point. Well, and we've had the inner circle since the beginning of the AEW Dynamite, right? Yes. It was introduced. <clears throat> so it's time for them to break up. For the first episode, I One believe, One of the right? biggest issues we have with factions is they're too long. That's what happened with NWO. We loved NWO. Everybody did. Everybody was a huge NWO fan. NWO fan and it went too long. Yep. Factions, what do you say? Like one year, maybe? Give them a year, and then you start breaking them up or having the faction fall apart to create a new story? It depends how hot they are. And Inner Circle is definitely hot. They're ready to go. Um, they're making money. They're selling them T-shirts. Everybody loves the Inner Circle and AEW. But you can kind of see they're ready to end this thing because MJ MJF's ready to go. And it is time for Jericho to be a face. Everybody's singing a song. Yeah, I mean, that's obvious. I think this is a Jericho face turn. Let me ask you something else about AEW Dynamite. What kind of WWE horseshit were we getting with the wedding? Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. It's like they pulled out a WWE playbook, flipped to the last page, and said, okay, we'll do a wedding angle. And then Orange Cassidy yeah. shows up in the, in the cake to help out his buddy who was... Uh, you know, was their their butler? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think? Did were you, did, a lot of people said I hated it. AEW executed it better than WWE. Okay, I mean that's like saying I made a shit pie and one tasted better than the other. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, this maybe this shit pie just happened to be a little less tangy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know what it was, man. I, I didn't like it. I've never liked angles like this. The funniest one they did was when Triple H uh, knocked out his now wife, Stephanie, and uh, and got married to her in the, the drive through Vegas deal. That was and see see how vague I am on this because I just I could care less. Yeah, these wedding angles, these type of stories, they don't really ever engage me, and I feel like it takes away from from wrestling in general because now now what do you got? So so <clears throat> what's going to happen now? They're going to wrestle the 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 best friends, or they're going to wrestle you know uh, Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor, and they're what is it going to be? You know, I mean, wh- where do you go? Kip Sabian and and. Uh, I keep Miro. Miro. I was forgetting his name. It was, but where do you go with that? Is this more of the same? It's just Orange Cassidy doing his thing. Like, oh, I don't it doesn't know. Doesn't interest me. I, and not only that, I can't even tell you where it's going to go. I can't even. I can't even conjure in my brain a story to say, folks. This is where I think this is going to go because it doesn't fucking matter. This is the first time I can say in AEW's conception that they've actually got a story. It's just stupid. And it goes nowhere. Where mm-hmm. most of the time, their stories usually go somewhere. I'm engaged, and I want to know what the hell's going to happen next. This one, eh. don't care. Don't know where it's going. Don't don't care where it goes. You know, it's whatever to me. Yeah, and I think what really bothers me about this angle is Miro shows up to AEW and has done jack shit. Not a damn thing. But if you ask him, he's pretty happy where he's at. So he might, he's not too disappointed. Of course he's happy creative. where he's at. He's making more money than he was making with WWE and working less the schedule. Yeah, and he's got full creative control of his character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Which apparently he just wanted to be a dork playing games and looking like he's from the 80s and then doing <laughs> stupid wedding angles. Listen, and I, and I don't want <clears throat> to get too deep in that, but... I know there was a lot to chew on. You had Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, great match. There was a lot going mm. on here. But really, what got me ready to get on this mic tonight to discuss with you is I was more, and I didn't feel like I got a lot back when I asked you guys, but what do you think of New Japan, the deal that AEW has made to now allow their wrestlers to show up on Dynamite and vice versa? Well, as I said in the text, I'm excited about it. I don't watch a whole lot of New Japan, but I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Because anytime you're doing the cross promotion, it's a good thing. Just like with Impact, I don't watch a whole lot of Impact, but it is a it's a good thing to have all these companies coming together because it's more exciting and it gives that angle of not knowing what's going to happen. Well, also from an economic standpoint, they just came out with their streaming service for the United States and having a show that the U.S. can watch now. You know, it doesn't take a smart guy to realize they're using Dynamite as a way to promote their show right now. So, you know, <clears throat> it's just a scheme. It's a marketing scheme to get more more people to subscribe to the new Japan streaming service so they can start watching the rest of But don't you think AEW has done the same thing in Japan? Well, yeah. And you know what surprises me is that AEW doesn't have a streaming service. Yeah. You know, because Impact does. So does New Japan. But then again, Impact's been around yeah, longer. Yeah, but so Impact had to do it because they didn't have networking. No, that's true. I'm just really surprised that AEW hasn't... Maybe they have, and I haven't seen it, but at least not announced, like, hey, pretty soon we're going to have an AEW you know, streaming service coming to you where you can watch uh, you know, last night's episode of Dynamite and any of our old pay-per-views, blah, 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 you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm going to subscribe to it, like, immediately. As soon as it's out, I'm 
giving them my money. I'm oh, going to throw it at them. Do you think we could see any one of the AEW titles being defended on Wrestle Kingdom next year? I would love that and because Wrestle Kingdom is actually one of my more favorite pay-per-views from New Japan. And when the crowds are allowed back in and they can go back to that two-night Wrestle Kingdom, you know, the way the way Wrestle Kingdom's supposed to be, yeah. I could absolutely see AEW defending their title in Wrestle Kingdom and I think that would make for an amazing pay-per-view. You got the Impact uh tag team titles being put up for grabs. The AEW tag team titles up for grabs, women's titles, continental championships, uh, New Japan heavyweight championship, you know, all of that. Just uh, everything's up for grabs at Wrestle Kingdoms. Two nights, 48 hours of wrestling, nonstop, every belt on the line. I will absolutely lose my shit. Well, with for that. that being said, what do you think is going to take this year for them to be able to do that? To be, to, that's a big stage. They're going to have to get a lot of NJWP wrestlers showing up on Dynamite, showing up on Impact, mm-hmm. Impact showing up here and there. It's it's going to take a lot of work for the next year to get all these wrestlers intertwined into some story and a coherent one to get these to get that to work. And it's going to if you think about it, I don't think a year's enough time. Yeah, I don't either. You you got to think like Yes, a lot of people are going to want those stories right away, and a lot of people want to start watching that right away, but it's going to take a good year and a half, two years to really build solid angles because guess what? Not everybody's just going to – like you haven't. I even told you about it, and you haven't jumped on the NJWP ship yet to go buy their streaming service. You're like, eh, Mm-mm. I don't care. So there's going to be a lot of work there to get yeah. people engaged to even buy that service, to buy that pay-per-view, to even watch it to begin with. A lot of work. Well, yeah, and I just I bring that up because look at the timing of this. Kenta shows up right after Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, and and so Moxley was just waiting there. a whole year to see what's going to happen. Pretty much, yeah, and I, and and yeah, I mean, let's face it, AEW is still fairly new. Uh, Impact has kind of lost its lost its glory, if you will, and New Japan Wrestling is really just very popular in the New Japan world. You know, New Japan Wrestling kind of reminds me of those guys that only watch indie movies. You know, they don't want to watch the mainstream movies. They're like, have you seen that movie yeah. Ghost? Like Ghost with Patrick Swayze? No, I'm talking about Ghost from the indies. <laughs> nobody about, like, fucking watches. One? Nobody watches Patrick Swayze anyways. He's too mainstream. That's what New Japan reminds me of. So if, if, if anybody, you're like, do you watch Impact Wrestling? That's too mainstream. I'm a New Japan Wrestling fan. <laughs> bullet club for life homie <laughs> that's right and it's like the music fans that are like that the total music snobs they won't listen to anything that's on the radio it's gotta be like oh yeah i was really into modest mouse before they had their first hit and then they just kind of lost it in my mind <laughs> i fucking hate that yeah and now with this happening you know there's gonna be wrestling fans out there because they're they're crossing over into dynamite Oh my god. New Japan was so cool until they went into Dynamite and I feel like they've just kind of lost their touch. A lot of work, my friend. A lot of yeah, work. Yeah, no, I'm not looking forward to. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom next year. I'll throw my money at them if that's what they do. I, I will give them everything I've got in my pockets. Lint, quarters, paper clips. I'll hand them everything I got just to watch that pay-per-view. If that's what happens. You know, if they go into that pay-per-view, all, all I'm going to do is I'm going to look right at in the camera. I'm going to say whether you're heel, whether you're babyface, 
You do you, baby. Dogcast Production.